0: You've been in a spiritual environment or exploring spiritual things for very long. You have undoubtedly heard the term energy vampires. Man, that sounds scary, right? Like there are people out there who are going to be these vampires in the world. Here's the deal. I I don't exactly believe in energy vampires, at least not the way that most people think of it. I mean, yes, there are people who intentionally attempt to suck your energy and honestly, even more who do it unintentionally as a result of their own fear or jealousy or really desperation. If you go to any of the big expos, events and fairs around town, there are so many people in desperation mode, just desperately (laughs) searching for answers and sometimes even gurus and that becomes, you know, a succubus, so to speak. But suggesting that there are vampires out there who are coming to get you implies that you are powerless against some kind of attack by some irrevocably, you know, evil forces with the power to strip you of all that is good and right. And it is very much like claiming that we are powerless, and that just simply couldn't be further from the truth. Absolutely, there are people that we are around or places that we go that are draining. And some are, like I said, intentional and some are not. You know, there's a one big event that I went to where you could feel that the owners of or the people running the event had set this intention of sucking in all of the spiritual community within whatever radius they had chosen. You could feel it. You could feel the pulling and the sucking. And while I'm going to argue that that's a negative thing, their intentions were actually good. I have no question about that, that their intentions were innocent enough. But you know, Ego is a tricky bitch, and all too often the well-intended become the very vampires that they seek to defend themselves and others against. The thing is, is we're the ones with all the power, each of us individually, to protect ourselves, to shield our own energy, and honestly, to have complete control over what affects both our physical and even more importantly, even more completely, our energetic bodies. This is ours, and it is supported by the universe that we take that. So, yes, people, places, intentions, sometimes it's others, sometimes it's like a peripheral belief. You know, we believe this is possible and therefore we are vulnerable. We believe if we walk into a certain place that it's going to drain us. And so it does. And often it's just a cop out. Yes, there are people who can do it for you. There are people who can shield you, who can wrap you in light and love, who can clear negative energy from you. But when other people do this, it's temporary like painfully temporary. And so my goal always with my students is to teach them to do this for themselves because if you can do it for yourself, it's permanent. And none of us come here with gifts we cannot manage. Okay, so whether you are an empath or not, a psychic or not, no matter what you are, Every individual who is sensitive to energy has the ability to shield and protect themselves. And until you are able to build faith in that intrinsic ability and do it quite sheerly by faith, will, and effort, then there are tools that can help you. And, you know, shielding is, of course, essential. It is the thing we do for ourselves. It is channeling energy of the universe. And too many people teach dangerous forms of shielding okay if you are enclosing yourself in a bubble stop it nothing good can get in and nothing bad can get out so let's use the uh, you know the example of an event because okay, so you go to an event where there are readers and people who sell crystals and all kinds of stuff right they have these all over the place you go to one of these events in a bubble seems smart right i'm not going to let anybody suck me in i'm not going to get any energy vampires i'm not going to have the desperate make me feel desperate i'm not going to have the poachers right those of you who've listened to some of my episodes you know poachers are what i call psychics or intuitives healers who go out and they look for the person who is open and they just sort of reach in and pull them in okay so we don't want to be open to that but if you're bubbled up sure you are protecting yourself from that but your own bad can't get in (laughs) your own bad can't get out and the good can't get in don't enclose yourself There are other forms of shielding that are one-sided. It's just in front of you or just behind you. This isn't good. This isn't good. What about everywhere else? And then probably the most common that is seemingly close to beneficial is to use your own aura or your own energy to sort of radiate 360 all around you as a protective shield but if you are using your own energy if you are using your personal reserve you will wear down you will wear down you will run out it should never be your own energy it needs to be the universe god fairy dust whatever you want to call it (laughs) okay the words don't matter it's all semantics but it can't be your own It's not, I'm going to project outward and make this, you know, make my aura bigger. No, no, no. You fill yourself with light. The universe, you fill yourself so full that it radiates out of you. Like the atmosphere around the earth. When a meteor flies at the earth, the meteor burns up. When someone's negativity comes at you like porcupine quills, They dissolve, they drop. And sure, just like a little tiny bit of a meteor might get through, a little tiny bit might get through. So you have to clear your energy, right? All the way through you, clear it out. Just visualize it. Visualization is the highest form of prayer. Those of you who know me have heard me say that over and over and over again. People undervalue their ability to imagine. Imagination is the highest form of prayer. Getting past this idea that you're making it up is absolutely essential. Because that's where it starts. Then you start to feel it. Setting your shielding and your intention. Right? Sometimes you need a symbol, okay? If I'm walking through an event, of course I am shielded. Often I'll hold my hands in front of me together, you know, just like I'm one of these people who walks around holding her own hand. This helps me have the intention of that no one's gonna come in me digging for information. Okay, you walk through these events and inevitably there's at least one person who is just trying to just reach into somebody and either see something or energetically pull them in so they can get you over to their booth or whatever, so they can sell you something or teach you something and often their intentions are good. They're not all the time. I don't know if I've ever told you this story or not, but um, if I did, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you again. One of my clients had just gotten done talking to me and went to Walgreens. While she's walking through Walgreens, a woman comes up to her and says, Oh my God, I can see that you're about to go get on an airplane and go on this trip to see a man. Okay, now this was true. She could see something that was true. This is interesting. It gets my client's attention. And then she says, But there's negative entities attached to this whole thing. You need to come with me now. Come with me now, and for $800, we'll remove all of this, and your trip will be safe, and your encounter with this man will be healthy. Well, oh my gosh. She was open, she was fearful by the grace of god by universal light she had just spoken to me and so for some reason it helped her block the fear but that little honey went straight to her car and called me right that second she was terrified is this true is this real no it's not true and it's not real okay number one she was reaching seeking and trying to get your money number two And this is going to be unpopular with some people, but it's the truth. You don't ever have freaking negative entity attached to you. Okay, that's a metaphor. That's a metaphor for the energy, for the thoughts, for the beliefs, for the fears that you are carrying around within your body and in your energy. And not everybody can see what that is. Some people can't get past the symbols that it's an entity. Some people can't get past the symbols that it's a curse. Okay, those are words. And for the people who believe deeply in that, who need it to be that, who need a curse removed to be able to release whatever that thing is that's holding them back, great. These things exist for a reason. But in truth, in the divinity of it all, that's a symbol. Just like when you get your Akashic records read and they tell you you're from some planet somewhere. That's putting human words on something that's not humanly conceivable. And so there are metaphors for everything. It's all metaphysics, right? We use whatever words, whatever explanation we can for the human brain to be able to wrap around the concept. And so then there are those of you who this is way too esoteric for you. Like, what? This is all up in the clouds and I need something concrete, right? There are symbols, there are tools, crystals being one of the most effective that help us to focus our thoughts on what it is that we're trying to do to take care of ourselves, right? And it's important that we understand that crystals quite literally have power. And this is not just hoodoo voodoo (laughs) okay Uh, shout out to steve who taught me the phrase hoodoo voodoo um it's not that okay it's science scientists have proven that individual stones have different vibrations and communicate differently so at the very least we can say that science can support the idea that each stone gives off a different type of energy and those of us who understand energy know that different energy does different things. So, using crystals can help us to protect our own energy, to shield, to release toxic and negative people from our lives, to avoid them in the first place, and certainly not to take on anybody else's intentions, beliefs, or, you know, people call it psychic attack sometimes. If you are vulnerable to psychic attack, it is because you are wide open. And you believe you are vulnerable to psychic attack if you believe someone can get in you and make bad things happen to you then they can if you know that they can't then you have all the power you win it is that simply true so let's take a minute and talk about crystals There are many crystals that are used for different things. I'm going to chat with you for a few minutes about um, some of the most popular ones that people use for grounding and shielding and energy removal. And it's important that you understand that while there are pluses to them, there are risks to many of them. And then I'm going to wrap up with the two I suggest the most, which happen to be uh, Labradorite, my number one, and Fluorite, my number two. So amethyst is one of the most commonly used. It's really popular. It's pretty and purple and everybody loves amethyst, (laughs) okay? And there's no question this is a beneficial stone. It has a high vibration. It helps protect against this concept of psychic attack, right? That somebody can get into you and make you need them, make you attached to them, make you think fearful thoughts. Okay. It facilitates this higher state of consciousness and spiritual awareness and it's calming and quite beneficially. It adds common sense to spiritual insight. It can help you release anger and fear and insecurity. But there's a couple of risks. Okay. So one, it greatly promotes selflessness. Now that doesn't seem like that could ever be a bad thing, but if you're empathic This is a danger to you, or it can be. An empath is overly selfless until they understand what their gift is and how they should be managing it, until they have control over how much of their energy they're giving away. Because as empaths, we come here to help others clear their emotions and their energy. And if we are open, if we are overly selfless, if we are this hole pulling it in through us, which I cannot tell you how many empaths have said to me, but I can take it in so I should. No, you are more powerful when you are a source of light, when you are the lighthouse shining energy outward and the energy and emotions of others clear through that, not through the core of your being. And so this selflessness can be a great risk, okay? It's important that you recognize that. Amethyst also clears blockages, which is fantastic. But if you are completely just loosey-goosey, just throw an amethyst around as your protector, sometimes when it releases a blockage, it makes you vulnerable. When you release things, you must fill them with something else. And if you're not aware of what you're letting go of, it can make this hole that these poachers and negative energy, right, just goes fills in right? It's like a black hole. Amethyst also facilitates um, out-of-body experience. And if you are someone who has no control over that or who has a tendency to leave their body very quickly, okay, my best friend, the second she goes into a meditative state, the second a healer starts healing her, she leaves her body. If you add amethyst to that, I might not get her back, <laughs> okay? Being out of body is, um, it's lovely, so amethyst is fantastic, but you need to understand it and not just be too, um, too loosey-goosey, like just say, take me wherever I'm gonna go, okay? Smoky Quartz is another one that's really popular. I love it. It's very calming. It raises the vibration of yourself and your space. It reduces stress. It helps with grounding and equanimity. Those of you who've been listening to the podcast, we've talked about equanimity. That's just the ability to see all events as equal, right? No matter good, bad, or indifferent. Promotes positive thinking. This is all good. Helps us accept the body. I talk to a lot of people who feel like they're in the wrong body. And this is all great stuff, okay? But it also dissolves contradiction. And so if you're in a place where the contradiction within you, the acceptance of your spiritual gifts and understanding versus this dark side that everybody sort of has to walk past on their path, right? It's like you're walking up the hallway, the, the ramp towards your awakening and your enlightenment, and over to one side there's this huge auditorium full of, <laughs> full of darkness and negativity. And there's a lot of people in there who like worship that and they just build everything around either it or the protection against it it's real easy to get sucked in there and if you are too close to that space the dissolving of contradiction can sort of suck you right into there there's a great community in there too and so the people who are seeking that are easily sucked in so it's something to be aware of if smoky quartz is your crystal of choice black tourmaline is a great one okay just like the others that we've mentioned it protects against this concept of psychic attack it helps provide a shield around you it helps release negative thoughts and you know it helps out negative energy right it helps remove stress this is all good it helps you grow self-confidence but sometimes self-confidence can get out of control and switch to ego and so using black tourmaline, you must remember that when the negative is removed, we must replace it with the positive. So if you do not have positive spiritual practices in place, then when we create space, like attracts like. You remove something negative, it attracts something negative. So you have to be sure to replace that. Jet does essentially the same thing. It is fantastic, it opens you up to psychic experiences and it encourages taking control of your life, but it also actively draws out negative energy. And if that's not being replaced with positive energy, it will either just pull back in the same thing or another equal form of negativity. So again, we have to be careful using that stone. Hematite. Now, those of you who love your amethyst, consider adding some hematite to that because hematite is some kind of uh, I always think about the magnetic properties right it helps make sure that you're going to come back to your body when you have an out-of-body experience astral travel or more people astral travel than they realize it's often during sleep so it's good and it stimulates concentration and it helps remove self-limitations though sometimes self-limitations are good right? When you tell the universe, bring it on, you're almost always going to regret that at some point in time. It is most useful for the timid. If you are a timid person who has trouble saying, I have power over this. This loud, obnoxious person is not more powerful, more talented, more anything than me. If you're that person, having hematite with you will help you be stronger. So it is overall good right with this concept of we tell the universe to unfold timely right we don't want to completely remove all limitations because that interferes with our very human experience which is the number one reason why we're here okay so now we're going to get to the two that I suggest the most if you are in the very beginning this is what I want you to have (laughs) okay um fluorite super helpful it helps you recognize when outside influences are taking over when you're being manipulated for example i just spoke to someone not very long ago and she had gotten herself sort of under the wing of another teacher who just i mean manipulated her sucked her in pulled her into the web that she was weaving and This young woman turned her back on the people who actually legitimately were trying to help her. And by the grace of God, okay, she realized it and she went back and mended the bridges where she needed to and things were going to be okay for her. But it's really easy to get sucked in, right? When you're on this path, you are looking for the right teachers and the right people to guide you and help you and sometimes we just get sucked into the ones who well energy vampires (laughs) right who are feeding off of us and while I am so happy to have my loyal followers and my loyal clients and this is such a big deal to me my intention has never been to pull you in and call you mine I've had so many people try to pull me in and call me theirs. Different organizations and businesses and people. And I get it, this desire for community and wanting to be aligned, I I get it. And I've gone through it and I felt it, but we have to be very careful with both intentional and unintentional manipulation. And fluorite helps us be very clear on that. It also strengthens our own aura. But be clear, your aura is not your shield. Your aura is your energy body. Your shield is even bigger and more powerful than that. It is universal energy. Fluoride helps draw off negative energy. It grounds you. It also helps you have non-bias, which is really important. Because all too often we're pulled by our human thoughts, experiences, and beliefs. So fluoride helps with that. It adds stability to groups. So if you already have a group or you're forming a group, you know, whether it's family or a spiritual group, fluorite helps that to be stable. And you add that to the affirmation, the belief that you attract only the right people and things will be good. It helps you organize and process what you're learning, Right like if you were holding a piece of fluorite right now, <laughs> it would help you to organize everything that I've said into a plan that works for you. And it would sort of highlight within your mind and your consciousness what is for you right now and what is to be reserved and saved for later. The only real warning around fluorite is that it speeds things up. And too much <laughs> too much fluorite, too much dependence on it will put you in fast motion. And you don't wanna move faster than you're ready for. Now my favorite, Labradorite. When I was at the early stages in my awakening, I kept my Labradorite in my pocket 24 seven. And when I felt vulnerable, weak, afraid, I held it in my hands and I found it so healing and helpful And it is my number one recommendation to all of my empaths, to anyone on the spiritual path, to anyone who ever feels that people are adding toxicity to their own experience, to anyone who ever feels out of control because there are too many people around, um, really to everyone all the time. (laughs) Okay. Labradorite adds light around you. It deflects negative energy you know, if you look at it in the light and you twist it, there's these sparkly veins throughout the labradorite. That's a reminder of how it can deflect the negativity. It also helps you align your spiritual body and your physical body, which is so important. So many people, I talk to people who have been doing spiritual work longer than I've been alive, and they are walking around with their spirit like on a kite string, right? We must be aligned. We must be one. It is so important to recognize both the value of your physical experience and your spiritual experience as completely equal. I could go off on that for another hour. (laughs) Um, One of the other wonderful things about Labradorite, not only does it stimulate your spiritual gifts, but it really helps with right timing. It helps you move at a pace that facilitates understanding and assimilation and it helps dissolve the debris of your old beliefs or any energy that gets through your shield it also helps you dispel the projections of other people who they see you as and you start talking to too many spiritual people shit you start talking to anybody and everybody's got this idea of who you are we need to be able to dissolve that away from ourselves so that when we say to them, I hear you, but I know this is what's right for me. Not only do we believe it, but it lands. It lands and they quit resisting where we're going. It helps us also dispel illusion and get at the real intentions of people. I had a woman um, (laughs) stop me a while back in an event and, tell me all the things she could see me doing and she was so adamant and so wanted my thousand dollars for her to help me do all these things um if I hadn't been able to get at her real intent her real intent was to be able to call me hers I had have got sucked right in I could feel it I know exactly what she did perhaps there are hundred percent good intentions behind it. I know it works on a lot of people. I know what she did works on a lot of people and I'm grateful for the ability to see that her intention was not aligned with mine. Other positives around Labradorite is that it does help you trust yourself and the universe. It helps calm your overactive mind. And it opens you up to change. Change is essential and good, especially on a spiritual path. And quite often on this path, there is elaborate change, sometimes complete change of surrounding people, attitudes, beliefs, all of it. This is important. And it opens us up to transformation. But do know, If you choose Labradorite to be in your hand all day, all the time, the transformation will come quickly. Now, granted, okay, we have a lot of human intention. I mean, you can hold a piece of Labradorite all day long, and if your intention is shit never changes, then it won't, (laughs) okay? And crystals, they're not magic, all right? there's nothing that's going to do it all for you but the symbol reminds you and the energy assists you and this is helpful and good another tool i really like is the hamza some people call it an evil eye sometimes it's just an eyeball or a bead with a dot (laughs) right sometimes it's a hand with an eye in the center and it has been believed for centuries to uh repel negative energy you know the haters whether the actual object does that or not is irrelevant when I wear mine I have the true reminder that this is what I am setting as my intention for the day that no one can get their energy on me no one can suck my energy no one can read me that I don't want to have read me Now, if you're going to get a reading, (laughs) you set a different intention there, right? Don't block yourself from readers. That's rude. I mean, if that's what your intention is, right? But you can certainly say the intention is what is perceived for me is what is my highest good right now, right? My highest good right now, especially if you're going to see a healer. Don't just say highest good because highest good is a much farther down the road picture. What you want is your highest good right now. These are tensions that you can set. No matter how powerful someone else is, it's your energy body. So just remember, okay, fear makes you vulnerable. And, you know, how close you let people get, how much do you let them in, People at work, people in your family, your friends, people at the freaking grocery store. You decide how much you let them in and it's not unloving to keep someone at arm's length. Not if you are still friendly and still open and still be you. Just don't say the things that you don't want to say. Don't share the things that you don't want to share. And don't let them worm their way into you. Shield yourself. Use body language when you need to, use crystals and other tools when you need to, to help you remember that you're powerful. When you use your own energy, instead of being that lighthouse, it causes a systematic infection. To walk through a space, your business, um, the store, Uh, an event somewhere, with your energy out around you. It allows the others in. It absorbs what's going on with them. And it comes in through you. And it is like that infection that takes over your body. When instead, you think about being a light in the world, a Wi-Fi hotspot for the universe then what you are is this opening into that space for there to be more light, more God, more, whatever the name is that you have for it, more of that it's projecting through you. It is protecting you. It is purifying you. And therefore it is more helpful to others and more helpful to you. Be clear. There are no vampires gonna come sneak up at you in the darkness and just suck what is good away from you. The only way they can do that is if you let them. There are many words spoken here today, beloved. If nothing else lands but this, know that you are never victim to anyone else's energy, presence, or gift if you have tried hard enough and they are nothing but toxic and they bring up nothing but ugly in you, walk away. I don't care if it's your best friend. I don't care if it's your mother. I don't care if it's your teacher. If you cannot keep that toxicity off of you, if you cannot keep it out of your mind and your soul, you walk away from them with love. You learn what you're supposed to learn and you bless them with light and you wish them well and you remove yourself. It's easier than you think and you don't have to burn bridges to do it. You just recognize what's right for you. Before I go, I'll say when it comes to someone who's been a Focus in your life, a family member, a longtime friend, ask yourself a really important question. This is a tough one, but ask yourself if I found out three weeks from now that this human had left the earth, had passed away, would I regret that I didn't try harder? If the answer is yes, then you add some more shielding, you add some more prayer, you give it more thought, and you try again. But if the answer is no, you lovingly release them because it's not helping you and it's not helping them. The most important purpose of you being on this planet is for you to discover who you truly are. And we cannot do that negative people and negative energies around us. The negative energy you have control over quite simply by faith and protecting yourself. No one has the power to curse you, beat you down, or change who you are. And if it's simply that you have someone around you who cannot see the light, who cannot have a positive thought or a positive word, and no matter what you've done, they won't, then you let them go with love. Love for yourself, love for them, and love for life school. Because sometimes the whole point is valuing yourself enough to walk away. Until next time, beloved, namaste.
1: Hi, beauties. My name is Megan, and I couldn't pass up an opportunity to share who Jennifer Hall really is with all of you. Jennifer is a gifted woman who loves to share the tips and tricks of mastering lessons from the universe through real life experiences. When I found Jennifer about two years ago, I did not know what to expect. My past conditioning had me fearing psychics and avoiding them, and that was something I overcame within my first conversation with Jennifer. She has no desire to control you or make decisions for you, but she will tell you what's best for your highest good, and it's up to you to do the work or not. It's very common for people to seek out a psychic to read the future, and sure, it's human nature to want to know what we don't know, to find the certainty in life, but what you actually get through Jennifer is so much deeper than knowing with, with certainty. It's really about how to grow through the uncertainty and embrace the power each of us hold deep within our own sovereignty and untapped gifts. Jennifer has helped me grow through many lessons in life relationship lessons with my husband of 15 years, my gifted and stubborn children, career lessons that involved overcoming complacency and dealing with difficult bosses, and of course, lessons for my spiritual growth and tapping into and embodying my own authenticity. Her podcast, Lessons from the Universe, is food for the soul. It is channeled wisdom, and it is personal wisdom that she picked up as she learned and grew into who she is today. Jennifer is well-known and sought out. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me to provide a referral to her so that she can speak with them and, and they're able to meet her. This podcast makes it possible for people all over the world to receive her messages and receive the love that she pours into the collective. If you aren't a patron today, please consider becoming one and donating as much as $1 per month. If all of her beloved fans donated just $1, it would make an amazing impact on her offerings to the world. I meet with Jennifer Monthly, and I'm also a patron because I believe so much in the lessons from the universe, and I have witnessed the beauty in learning and growing, the beauty in overcoming and smashing the many bubbles of conditioning that I succumbed to in my past. I have a new, more powerful story, and a big part of this story is embracing lessons from the universe. Your story will continue to change, and your donations will help many others change their stories across the globe, allowing the story of the collective to change for the best as well. If you love and live through the Lessons from the Universe as much as I do, like, share, and become a patron, and watch Lessons from the Universe take the rest of the world by surprise, and the best ways possible. Sending light and love to all of you. Namaste.
0: Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.